Welcome to Cheers and Else Talk My Shit. It's your host, DJ Lee Dog. We out here. Yeah, this is like my 50th take. This is my second Duce bottle. And look at where it's at. That's how many times I've been messing up, but I'm tired. I'm releasing this. I don't care how it comes out. I'm just letting y'all know right now. But anyways, we're going to get right to it. Um, I want to talk about a couple things, and I'm going to start off with society right now. Because I need to set the bar for my podcast so you guys know what y'all getting yourselves into. Society is mad pussy right now. It's mad emotional. You can't say whatever the fuck you want to say. You gotta. You guys get where I'm going. And if you're one of those people that always people gotta be politically correct or mad respectful and all this and that, don't 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 come to this podcast. It's not for you. Cause I get I talk reckless and I say whatever the fuck I want. So if you're one of those people, this podcast is ain't for you. Just go. To your little sensitive podcast where they talk about little flowers and birds and whatever. Yada, yada. This ain't for you. And I just want to talk about how, how did society get here? Because I, I was born in 1994. I'm 25 years old. And I know my generation did not start this. All right? My generation did not start this. Millennials did not start this. We, we are not the sensitive ones. And I just don't realize when... I feel like this just came out of nowhere. Um, and I I want to say it started with like the, the the 2000 kids. Like I think it was started with the kids born in 98, 99, where this whole politically correct started happening. You can't say this. You can't say that. If you say something about the black community, you're racist because you can't voice your opinion no more. If you say something about the gay community, you're, you're uh, whatever, uh, homophobic. Like, no. This is not what we're about to do in this podcast. I'm going to say whatever I want. Now, with that being said, I'm not dumb. You know, I'm I'm always open to learn. Um, if you guys catch me saying something that's a little bit over the top, uh, ignorant or whatever, comment. Make sure you correct me, you know, educate me. I, I love learning. But, you know, I think this definitely started with school. And I think this started... Uh, when, when the the next generation after mine started going to school, I think the teachers started pushing it because they saw how my generation was with technology coming in and obviously cyberbullying skyrocketed now with, with technology. I think teachers were trying to put an end to that and they made they, they started teaching these kids to be to be careful and the punishments were harsh in school. Because I remember when I was in school, I used to get into fights and they used to just give us a little time out, maybe detention... Or maybe in school suspension, like, you know, to get suspended out of school, I used to have to get into, like, some super crazy fight. And, um, but nowadays, people just get suspended for saying the wrong thing to somebody. And that's when I realized, because I have little sisters, and that's when I realized, oh, now I see where this is happening. They're, they're being planted. The seeds are being planted in school. And when you have kids that can't say what they want to say to someone they don't like, um, cause you know, they'll get suspended or that anger just builds up. You have kids building up, ha- have, having anger just build up. And then we act surprised when they go to school and shoot it up. Or we act surprised when they go home and commit suicide. It's like, it's, that's not how you're supposed to raise kids. In my opinion, you can't have kids saying, Oh, you can't say that. I feel like we should let kids be kids. If they're going to say some reckless shit, note it. Note it. And then we, we, we tell them, hey, you know, you should probably communicate like this instead. When you just get punishments right off the bat, 
or like accuse kids of being, you know, racist, sexist, homophobic of comments they say. Imagine when when they become adults, they just went through a, their whole childhood being like that. Not when they're adults, they just quick to point fingers. Everybody pointing fingers. Everybody trying to say, oh, this guy's mean. This guy's that. Ugh, my feelings hurt. <laughs> Shut up. Shut the fuck up. All right? Tired of you sensitive motherfuckers. Like, like I'm sense. I'm, I'm a sensitive person. I'm in tune to my emotions. But damn. Y'all took it up a whole nother level. Like, Jesus Christ. But... Definitely, definitely school. I, I did my little investigation, and it's school that's planting the seeds. And I want to say it started with the 98 kids or 99. It, it definitely over there. Definitely those are the years that this sensitive, this sensitivity just skyrocketed. And we're in America where the reason people come here is because we're a free country. And the number one most amazing thing about this country is freedom of speech. If people can't use that to their full ability because they're scared of the backlash they're going to get because people are sensitive, that is an issue. You're affecting people's rights. People can't comfortably use their rights because you're sensitive. Like, cut that shit out. Seriously, don't stop doing that. I'm tired of society being so emotional. Everything is so butthurt, hurtful. Like, come on, let's, let's, let's grow up here. All right. And that goes for everybody, like men, women, whatever, like. And you know, um, even when you start getting in communities, you know, I feel like for the most part in the black community, they're not really that emotional, but they are quick to point fingers when it comes to calling people racist. I know my community does that, so we need to chill out on that. If a white person want to call us out on some shit, that doesn't make them racist. They're just calling us out on some shit. Racism is a little bit more than someone calling us out shit. It's someone, I I hope I don't got to explain what racism is. If you're in my podcast and I got to explain that, that's an issue. But I'll do it anyway. Racism is when someone assumes you're a certain type of person due to your skin color or your ethnicity. Or when they say something hurtful towards you because of your skin color or ethnicity or stuff like that. That's, that's what racism is. So someone saying... um. Oh, most black people are doing this. Mm, I wouldn't qualify that as racist just yet. I will listen to what they what they say before I just quickly say they're racist. Like we need to chill out on that. Like when I when I say Trump is racist, it's cause he's racist. I, I have actual proof. I have a shit ton of proof actually to prove that he's racist. He's done actions that prove he's racist. I'm not gonna fucking say someone's racist just because they said something about my community. And that's it. I feel like society now is so argumentative that no one wants to listen to each other. And that affects the passing of knowledge or the improvement of communities because everyone just wants to fight. Everyone just wants to be the best. Everyone's not listening and wants to argue everything. If you just take a deep breath and listen and listen to actually understand and not to reply, I guarantee you your life will get a little better. Okay? And your days will improve. Oh, by the way, don't make fun of my unibrow. I'll peep. <laughs> Anyways, I don't think I'm going to beat the dead horse on that. Like, I just want to set the bar for my podcast. This podcast will get really reckless. This is my first episode, and I'm going to talk my shit. So, if you're sensitive, like I said, if you're quick to point fingers and say all of that, don't come here. All right? 
because I am I am gonna go in on every community, the white community, the black community, the gay community. Every community is gonna get it. Ain't no one safe from me. I'm here to shoot. You feel me? All right. <laughs> We're gonna move on to get a little personal now to the real, real uh, subject I wanted to talk about today, and that's um domestic violence. Um, and the real reason why I want to get in this issue is because deaths are increasing at a at a rate that's a little a little bit worrisome for me. Like if you guys see the amount of deaths that occurred to women due to domestic violence, it's a little bit, I wouldn't say a little bit, it's extremely concerning. And it's, it's getting worse, not even improving, which is the saddest part. And, you know, I want everyone to keep an eye out on everyone. I want to, wait, wait, actually, this is cheers and L's. Hold on. Society, y'all gonna take an L for being sensitive because y'all are being extremely sensitive right now. So let me hit the blunt one time. Almost forgot. So basically, in cheers and L's, whenever I talk about something that's good, we take a shot. We say cheers. And whenever we talk about something that's like, you know, whack, we hit the blunt one time. It's an L. Society's going to take an L for being sensitive. And I get my weed from uh, Denver and Cali, so you know my shit good. But anyways... I, want, I really want to talk about domestic violence because it's, it's very concerning. And the first thing we got to do is keep an eye out. I'll put this down. The first thing we got to do is keep an eye out on each other. Keep an eye out on your, on your sisters, on your female friends, and on your brothers and your male friends because they might be the one doing it. Um, and secondly, stop assuming that just because someone's your friend or your family member, that they're not going to be the ones to do it. Because everyone, that's the first thing everyone says about the murderer, and I'm tired of hearing that shit. Oh, I couldn't, I can't believe it's him. He was so kind and this and that. Shut up. All right, how about you keep a better eye? Because I, I blame everybody. You should be able to, I feel like life is like a feeling um, process. Like you could feel things. Your gut feelings should be telling you stuff. Like, so I take, I, I hold everyone accountable when things escalate. And I think it's time for us to start being a little bit mindful and keep an eye out. Because the thing about domestic violence is you notice it on the first steps, you squash it right there. Because by the time you notice it on the last step, it's, it's too late. It's already too late. And we don't want it to get there. Um... And I feel like most of this is happening because men don't really know how to handle that type of emotion at that level. Most of them is their first time being in love or they just have issues. Like they were raised the wrong way. Their head is all fucked up. They're just psychologically not there. And when it's like that, I hold the woman accountable because it's like, yo, why would you date a guy like that? Because most women that date guys like that are all right in the head and are smart, but they still be dating these guys. I don't get it. My friends be saying it's probably because the dick good. I used to be like, God damn. Imagine me staying in, in a relationship with a woman that's not right in the head because the pussy good. That pussy better be banging. I better walk in my house and just lay down. Like, fuck is you talking about? I better, like, not have to do nothing. And even with that, I'm still not staying with you if you fucked up in the head. So, um... 
I just want to share a story that maybe helps helps relate like what's going on. I remember back when I was 16, I was dating someone and it was a very toxic relationship because she had cheated on me and we still stood together. And after that, I was very, uh, I was verbally abusive. I used to obviously call her nasty names and say a lot of nasty things. And she was, she was Puerto Rican. She was about that life. So every time I, she, I used to violate her words, she'll, you know, violate me with hands and pop, pop, you know, try to punch me in my face, whatever. She, she got, she used to get a couple shots on me. Um, but obviously like, that's the kind of relationship we had. And it was just like, obviously we should, I should have been ended it, but I never, I would never lay my hands on her ever. Never did. Until one day came, it was, we've been dating by like, for like nine months at this point, uh, eight, nine months. And we were in my brother's house. So I remember I saw the text message in her phone and she was flirting with someone. So I grabbed the phone and I threw it at her. Not not a, not an overhand throw, like an underhand throw, you know, like so she could catch her phone. But I purposely didn't like let her know. So I knew she was going to be able to catch it. I kind of like wanted it to just hit her. Um, So whatever, hit her. And she's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? So she looks at her phone and she saw that she got caught. And I, I called her a nasty name or whatever. I said what I said. And then she got up and she went to punch me. The thing is, my brother's there. This is my brother's first time seeing us fight. So I'm just walking away and he's just holding her. He, he holds her back. He's like, yo, chill, calm down. Like, you know, we have family over and stuff. And he was just telling her, calm down. Like, what's good with you? Like. She ain't handled that too well, cause she 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 just cocked back, just boop boop boop, caught him with a three piece real quick. I was like, damn. First of all, rest in peace, my my brother Hyro, and she gave him a three piece in the face. The thing is, my brother, he's one of those guys that he doesn't like getting touched in the face, and once you touch him in the face, that's when he really could care less who you are. Like someone's gonna get punched in the face, so. I already knew that about him. So when he tried to go hit her, I got in the way. And I was like, yo, you better chill out. Like, that's not happening. So mind you, the whole time, like, she she's still going crazy. So he, he, he just straight up goes like, yo, either I'm punching you or I'm punching her. And I, I don't know what, what was at the time. It was just so many emotions going on, obviously. And I just, I made the wrong choice. So, um... Obviously, I wasn't going to get punched by my brother or I wasn't going to let my brother punch her. So I I ended up punching her. Um, and it was a very eye-opening moment for me because I never... That was my first time ever laying my hands on a woman. And I was raised around nothing but girls. So um, I wasn't very proud of that. So I, I definitely felt some type of way and I had some self-reflecting to do. Um, but the point is, I was in the most toxic relationship. And I was at the highest emotion ever. And I never thought about killing uh, my girl at the time. So when I hear that these men are just killing their girl, it just doesn't add up to me because I've been in love before and I've been in a toxic relationship and I've been at the highest point of like, I can't control my emotions. And killing someone still never came to my head. Let alone like hurting them to like, an extreme point of pain. Like, I ain't gonna lie, I did punch her. That is a big deal. Like, that's that's a punch. But 
you know, like stabbing someone, killing someone, or just punching them repeatedly. That's just over the top. And I don't understand why men are killing like women. Like, that's just crazy to me. And it just makes you think, like, what's, what's wrong with society right now? Like, why are people doing this? And I, I just want to read, I just hope that my podcast could reach out to somebody or can make somebody pay attention to help that uh, avoid that because it's happening a lot. It's, it's a lot of deaths, and I think it's time we step up. And, and it's not going to stop if we don't all step up together. So, because, I mean, police are not going to do anything. All police are going to do is give a restraining order. And a restraining order is nothing but a piece of paper. That's all a restraining order is, a piece of paper. So, that's not going to help the situation. Um, the only thing that's going to help the situation is just us educating our, our, our boys, um, are they boys... And even men, you know, when you see them in a relationship, you just kind of talk to them like, hey, everything good? You know, that's your friend. Just make sure you check on your friends. Make sure you tell them, hey, everything good, you know. You never know what's going on. And sometimes that's all it takes. Just a little talk with someone. So I'm going to take a break real quick, though. And I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Um, But yeah, like I said, uh. Man, if if you see that you you're in that situation and you, you see that you're very emotional and you're just doing stuff that's out of character and it's it's evil and it's not who you are, and you catch yourself hurting your girl, or whatever, you just uh, get help. It's nothing wrong with getting help. Mental health is a thing, so make sure you get therapy or reach out. Always always look for self improvement. Never look for self uh, destruction. It's not it's not the way to go. Um. But I'm not going to be the dead horse here. I think I'm pretty much just really want uh, anyone who hears this podcast to step up on domestic violence. Let's make sure we take action. Let's not mind our business. Uh, if it's our friend, our best friends, and we kind of see it or feel it, let's make sure we uh, check up on them. Um, and yeah, and like all those smart women, stop staying with those guys. I know the dick is not that good. Like, come on. Get away from those guys, please. Leave them. Trust me. Um, damn, I think that's all I really wanted to talk about today. I just, I'm kind of excited that I finally, finally dropping an episode. Goodness, it's been. This is. I'm not gonna lie. I probably took like 20 episodes and I didn't release any because I just I didn't feel confident. Like I didn't feel comfortable on camera like I do now. But actually, I have a funny story I want to share. Something that happened on the first day that I shot. So the first day that I shot, um, I lost my car keys. And when I lost my car keys, uh, I called those people that make make your car key. I think I spent like $250. I was so angry. I was so angry. But after they did it, I go get my friend's car because I was holding her parking spot. So I went to go get her car to move it. And when I go get it, I just see 15 motherfuckers running up to me. I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like... I just got done serving in the military, so I'm just getting back to the Bronx. And I'm like, damn, I haven't been back a month, and I'm worried about a good jump. But, nah, um, I saw their face, and they had, like, a paranoid face, a panic panic face. So I was like, okay, they're definitely running away from something. But I'm going the opposite direction they were going, so I just kept going that way. And then I started jogging. And now I know we're in the corner, bam. I see, like, 25 to 30 motherfuckers. Oh, 
I'm like, this can't be happening to me right now. I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I keep jogging and then they basically surround me and they're like, so what's up? And I was just like, so what's up? They were like, you with them? I'm like, the fuck I look like? Come on now. They were like, all right. And I guess they were about to keep going. And all I see is just a machete just flapping my face. And it hit one of the guys that was pressing me right in front of me. It sent him, bah, it poked him and it fell on the floor. I was like, what the f-? And before I could even finish my throw, I hear two gunshots. Bah, bah. Everybody started running. For every, for those people that are from New York, specifically from the Bronx, I was in Cortona. so, And it was right by the, the public school, the elementary school. Um, Man, everybody started running and I was just there just like, I was actually calm, believe it or not. I didn't run. I was just at a loss for words. I was like, damn, I just got back and this shit's still going on. But yeah, I got in the car and then I just brought it back. <laughs> but that happened on my first my first time shooting an episode. I'm like, what a fucking day. I'm like, that was my science and I released it. So, But I'm releasing this one. I don't care how it comes out. So I hope you guys like it. Um, leave your comments. Uh... Just suggestion, links to help others on domestic violence, share your stories. Um, and yeah, stop being pussy society. And and all you women out there, leave those niggas. God damn. If he crazy, he's not worth it. Cheers and else. Actually, I'm going to take a shot. It's my first episode. It's my first episode. We're going to take a shot. I'm not going to lie, I kind of took a shot earlier. And I'm not going to use that. <laughs> this is really my second shot. <laughs> oh, my damn. God damn, bro. Fuck me. I'm going to use water. That's a chaser. Anyway. Cheers. First episode. Chill. Me rock. Me rock. All right, let me stop. I like it some do say. Do say it's like Henny with a turtleneck. <laughs> Peace out.